Hey, Benedict. Hey, Daniel. I switched to VS Code today. Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about that anymore. Yeah, yeah how do you cool. like it? That's good. There's some little quirks, you know, like little layout things or design things I'm still getting used to. Or, But it's um, basically more or less the same, right? It's very Just with a bigger plug-in ecosystem? Yeah, slightly bigger plug-in ecosystem, which, you know, has been good for a few things. But enjoying the Switch, I just have to dial in some settings and things, but I'll do that over time. Yeah. I adapt pretty easily to whatever tool I kind of have, so it's it'll just become the new normal pretty quickly. Wow, they call him the coding chameleon. <laughs> yeah. I'm the coding chameleon, and you're the design freak. I think that seems reversed. <laughs> so what do we do this week? I I have most of the homepage done. It took a little bit longer than we thought, both for some practical reasons, like just getting the design dialed in and getting some of the website stuff updated like webpack crap and tailwind crap and stuff like that and then some workflow issues on my own like we were talking about how i got just would get stuck on finessing little details that probably didn't matter before really like looking at the holistic thing so now as i'm moving on to the the features page i'm going to try to get all those in there like the whole layout and all the text in there at a very rough level very quickly and then finesse from there at a high level instead of finessing each little section so I'm hoping right, you got to get the whole clay roughly formed and then yeah, make the hand look real good. But at this point with the site, we'd set up two calls. You and I, the next two days at the end of the, at the end of your work day, like check-in calls just to make sure we get the, the next two like high value pages, the features page and this other one that we have in mind, get those just built and ready to go. So it doesn't yeah. just extend much further. Like the, We've hit the expected level of value from the new site, and it's the homepage is looking great. I'm really excited about it, and the copy feels good, but the rest just needs to kind of get knocked out. Yeah, because we've kind of been in our own little bubbles a little bit more this year than last year so far. Usually we would talk a lot more during the week, and we haven't been. I think partially that's fine, or I think there's definitely upsides to it. I've been able to focus really hard on the API stuff and getting that done. And I f I've been feeling good in large part because I feel like I'm able to get into the code and a level of depth that was kind of hard in the past. But I think, yeah, bringing it back a bit and syncing up more often is not a bad thing as, you know, as long as it's not like a, out of the blue, you know, whatever, 9 yeah. thing. I think yeah, I think we do well when we sync up more often generally, and I think we we do a good job of unblocking ourselves or unblocking each other when we do that more often. Mm -hmm. Even on things where we don't even necessarily realize that we're blocked, or we just like clarify things that the other one wasn't really thinking about. So I think now that I'm settled in my apartment and moved, and we're into the new year, it'll be good too. It's February 1st today, so it'd be good to get back into that habit, I think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so we were also talking about the website and the expected value of it. We're going to do a pseudo big launch, not like not like startup big, but big for what we've done so far, which is nothing. Try to get a fair bit of attention over the course of a couple of days within the circles that matter to us. And I think even still, the site has taken longer than maybe that the value of the the site itself will matter. It's more about like giving us a new playground or new platform to to launch new pieces of content and 
and to get people to send referrals to us and things like that. So just need to tie a bow on it and, and move on. So that way we can spend the next amount of time between the finishing the website and the launch, actually coordinating what work we're going to do. Like what are we going to post on LinkedIn versus the forums that we're in for customer success teams versus a Twitter thread. That's the sort of stuff that actually takes a number of days of planning and just making sure we have the best practices lined up for, for actually rolling things out. Yeah. And you had some calls this week, which was kind of back getting a little back on that side of things too. Yeah. We always notice like right before Christmas and the beginning of January can be a little slow. And we had a couple demos set up. Actually, one was a guy that you talked to six months ago when he was at a previous company. And now he's the head of support and success at a new company. He's the only employee on that team, but they're about 30 people. And he's about to hire for his team. And he basically went and wrote down an onboarding process in Notion. And I was like, I think there's, there's got to be something for this. Oh, yeah, Arrows. I talked to you know somebody at Arrows. I'll reach out to them. And it seems like we are doing what he wants. It's pretty close, but he basically flat out said, uh, it's a deal breaker until there's a Salesforce integration. Like I know the co-founders here at this company won't really, they'll just say, why don't we stay in Notion? If we're going to have a different data silo, we might as well have it be one that we already use. So, which makes sense. So I think the work that you're doing on the Zapier integration API stuff will probably make them feel comfortable enough to try it. And Mm -hmm. then I think they would be bought in once we have our actual Salesforce integration. So I'm hopeful that if we come back in a couple of weeks and say, oh, here's this Zapier integration, you can do this, this, and this, we can help you set Mm -hmm. up custom. The data can be synced and nothing will be trapped and everything will be updated properly. Yeah. And then the other one was an agency based in, in the UK. Similar structure to us, they've been around for five years as an agency, but they've started building their own products and they've just had, they have one to two month long onboarding processes for for one of these products specifically, but they have two or three that they're using and, and they're pretty bought in on arrows. He was excited, but they just are early enough that they're not doing an onboarding every week or multiple. So he said in the next couple of weeks when they get their next big customer he suspects he'll, he's going to sign up for Arrows. And a part of what they got excited about was really like the structure and the fact that it's this clean document and that it actually would probably sell deals for them in a way. Like if, if there's a peace of mind to these companies that are buying their product and if they see that they've considered and planned out all the steps that they need to get up and running with it to get the value out of the product that they're buying they suspect that there's some value to that in the sales process itself. So he seemed pretty excited. He was asking like, you know, you guys have done a lot of research. Are you planning on entrepreneur to entrepreneur? He was asking if we were planning on like marketing with that. But also he was like, as soon as you do, I want to read it because I'm looking to get better at this. And I'd love to save some time based on other people who've already done it. So I think our suspicion that our marketing strategy for us of sharing the research and expertise that we've built up around onboarding and customer success will be a a pretty useful one. Sweet. Yeah. What did you do? You had some calls. Yeah. As mentioned in the past few weeks, been working on the API, had another phone call with one of our customers about potential API stuff. Last week I mentioned that, and again, this will be VAR talk for the week, but we're kind of working on figuring out how to present the data in our API 
and the terminology here kind of gets twisted. Like we even got turned around when we were talking about it earlier, but basically last week I mentioned the potential of kind of an event system where we're pushing out events to an endpoint. So people are seeing events and that's now the route that I'm going forward with. Cause that ends up being, I think the most forward looking and sort of permanent thing and useful well, and to be for us. specific. So a task status changes we you wouldn't query for the task to find which recent changes you were you'd query an events endpoint which would list yep. task changes you know and yep yeah when a phase completes we publish that and etc yep and a big thing i've been thinking about and thankful for is the stripe api just because i think they do i think people really i mean i certainly do enjoy working with the stripe api and so to have an API that's very public and complex and something that you can look at and know that most people who work with this API enjoy it or at least respect its capability. And so being able to look at that and model our own API off of that in terms of, you know, what exactly is an event and how do we describe what type of an event it is and that sort of thing that has been i've been really <laughs> looking at that a lot and leaning on that a lot which has been really nice because it also gives me confidence where it's like well if stripe is structuring their data this way and they're still fine with it and they haven't moved to a v2 of their api for this thing and you know whatever tons of people are using it and most people seem to like it that uh, makes me feel pretty good about our own chances at making an API that is decent, you know? And I think that's important when you do this sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. So that seems like it's moving along a fair bit, which is exciting. Yeah. For next week, what I'd like, last week I didn't really set an explicit goal. I kind of wanted to dig more into the event thing. And so that was one of the things that resulted. And the other piece that I did in the last week was figuring out exactly how we structure that event data internally in Rails and what is a way where it is flexible enough where in the future, the other thing that we will get out of this system is when you're looking at a plan, you can see a list of the events that happened on that plan. Or if you're looking at a organization, you can see the list of events happening on that organization. So basically every kind of major object in arrows having the ability to see everything that's changed or everything that's updated within that object layer. That is the other thing that we're getting out of this. Of course, that's further down the road, but uh, yeah, we'll do that as we go back and touch each one, but the, the, the right, idea that it's generalizable. The, yeah. Right, designing the data in a way that allows that. I think I've now figured out how to do that, and so I'm pretty excited about that. And I think by next week, I'd like to really, I don't know if I'll push the API live or put it on staging. Probably I'll put it on staging or something and set up some fun zaps to our Slack or something like that where... I don't know, basically something that's production-ish where we have an endpoint and there's stuff interacting with it and we can do it and it's production ready for us, essentially. And then also emailing the customer who we're trying to serve with all of this stuff and see if I can schedule a meeting with them, I don't know, maybe next week. But yeah, basically my hope is that I have a staging ready API for our internal usage and testing, and then schedule something for either next week or the week after with our customers so that we can actually get them set up and get everything pushed live for production and actually have the API going. One thing that has been coming to mind for me with this is that it does feel like it's a little slow. The progress on this has felt slow and that 
there's a lot to figure out. You know, we don't have a lot of tangible outcomes yet, but it does feel like it's accelerating and compounding in a way that once you get this first one built and the first Zapier stuff, then we can add the other endpoints that we're talking about, and then we can publish more events because you've built out mm-hmm. the event system. And, you know, the value starts compounding a lot faster. And then while you're doing that, maybe I'm coming and picking up some documentation or other things behind you, or we do that together, whatever it is that become marketing for us. It'll be, you know, and lately I've just been feeling like things are a little slow on the product front and and the company as a whole, but I do feel like this will start picking up steam pretty quickly. By the end of March, all of a sudden we'll have a lot of stuff to show off that, that we didn't have anything of it before the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then you have a call with our friend Scott for some Salesforce. and Yeah, and that was a useful, uh, super useful way to talk to someone who has more experience doing the sort of thing that we are doing. Talk to him about the Salesforce API and also embedding, because that's sort of one of those long-term Arrows vision things where we'd like to have plans embedded in other people's product. So talking to him got a sense of what that looks like and what is involved with that. Overall, kind of have a better sense of the feasibility of both of those things and kind of feel validated in the path that we're taking with Zapier first and then seeing what people do and then building a OAuth official integration. Oh, cool. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, that, that demo earlier today mentioned embedding. And again, it's not really something where people are like, oh, I need this to embed, but I do see a lot of people, people regularly think about it and ask about it, which is interesting. And I think it'll be one of those things where when we do it, the timing will be right, where people have bought into arrows and they're like, oh, I'd love to see this go deeper into our product. Cool. Well, cool. See you next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye.